Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Taking a walk. I think it was probably before I was conscious of it because there was always music around. There was always music in the house and musicians. And I think for most of us that our parents sing to us when we're children and people don't really know what comes first, music or language. You know, are babies singing or are they uh, trying to speak? We don't know. Thanks for checking out the Taking a Walk podcast. Music history on foot. Today, your host, Buzz Knight, is joined by Antonia Bennett, daughter of the legendary Tony Bennett. She's launching her solo music career with new music and concert appearances across the country. Join Buzz Knight with Antonia Bennett on Taking a Walk. Hi, Buzz. Hi, Antonia. Welcome to a virtual Taking a Walk. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So you've created new music uh, right on time. Uh, You've put yourself out to perform live. Tell me how this all feels right now. I mean, it feels good. I took a long hiatus during COVID, so it's nice to be back out there and, and doing my thing. So tell me about your creative process when you are creating your your own music. How does it uh, work for you? Well, I like collaboration. I, I wrote this song with Cl- Cliff Goldmacher, and uh, he's a longtime collaborator, friend of mine. And um, we got together. We always kind of start with a conversation and and uh, throw a few little ideas out there. And then this one kind of stuck. And uh, usually melody comes for me first with maybe a couple uh, lyric lines, and then we create the form of the song and then finish the lyrics after that's usually what happens for me 
And uh, had you collaborated with him previously? I have, yeah. We've been working together for years, writing songs, and so. But this is uh, the first time that I'm releasing any of the songs that we've recorded. So it's really nice. So tell me about the moment you first discovered the joy of music. I mean, I don't think I can. I think it was probably before I was conscious of it because there was always music around and there was always music in the house and musicians and artists. And, you know, I think for most of us that our parents sing to us when we're children and, you know, people don't really know what comes first, music or language. You know, are babies singing or are they uh, trying to speak? We don't know. You know, it's a very similar part of the brain that works. And even when you listen to to infants, you know, the inflections in their voice are quite musical. So I think it really started from the beginning. I love it. So you really uh, think about the the science and emotion of music uh, as well. I mean, I do. I think that, you know, it's the most natural thing. I think that most children are musical and that it's only when they start comparing themselves to others that uh, it, things kind of change, you know. But for the most part, in the beginning, I think, you know, we're all very natural at at, at being creative. So there were so many encounters, you referenced that, that uh, came together as a result of your dad's uh, friends. Um, let's talk about some of those experiences there. Uh, I'll mention some of these folks and just get your uh, reaction. Um, I'm going to start with this guy named Frank Sinatra. Yeah, yes, they were very good friends, and you know, and they both respected each other immensely and worked together. And um, you know, you couldn't have a—I uh, mean, what an incredible singer and performer! Another person I'm going to mention is Louis Armstrong. I happened to be out at his uh, house and museum a few weeks back. I saw this amazing. Uh, photo or uh, uh, drawing, uh, artwork uh, on the wall there with the uh, inscription of Benedetto, but uh, what about Louis Armstrong? Well, I don't ever remember meeting him, but I've been to that house too, and I certainly listen to a lot of his records, and um, you know, he he was incredible. I mean, and still, today, I listen to those records, and my one of my favorite records is a record that he did with Ella Fitzgerald. It's all duets, and um, I just love it. And no matter how terrible of a mood I'm in, if I listen to that record, it always makes me feel better. I love that. To this day. I love it. Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, she was a tremendous um, person, friend, musician. Uh, to my father, and um, we spent um, uh, most of our Christmas days, we would go over to her house for a little bit, and, you know, always, she would always hold court for us, and she was always so warm and loving. Her family was always so nice. And then how about uh, Mel Torme? Mel Torme I met on many occasions, a wonderful singer. He was often around, you know, at Christmas parties or whatnot, and um, he would come and, and sing by the piano, and um, 
he 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 Sinatra, um, Sammy Khan, a wonderful songwriter. You know what they would do is every year there would be Christmas carolers, and they would come from to one house, and and they would send the carolers from one house to the other, and each each time they would go to Sinatra's house, you say send them to Ella's house, or send them to Ella's house, and Ella would send them to our house, or vice versa, and uh, you know it was always such a sweet experience. And then what type of uh experience for you was it playing with the great Les Paul? I mean, Les was a good friend and a mentor, and he was amazing. You know, he had so many great ideas and so much to give, and sitting in with him was like, you know, show business 101. Like, you know, you learn everything from him. He was just such a pro, and he had so much personality, and he really could help you to just kind of relax and be yourself. And um, I I miss him every day. So who are some of your musical uh, mentors besides some of the folks we just talked about? I mean, I think that, you know, if I didn't say Ralph Sharon, who was my dad's accompanist for so many years, that that would be a, a, a huge misgiving because he was really the one that was around when I was very, very young. And he, you know, I would get up and sing on stage with my dad and we would sit down and work out a song. And he, he really, um, he was such a tremendous musician and support to me and that whole band, you know, uh, Paul Langosh was on bass and, um, Joe LaBarbera on drums, and those guys really, you know, they were there for me. They supported me, and um, and they made it fun. And um, Count Basie, he was also somebody that uh, used to tour with my dad a lot, and um, I would come out on the road in the summers, in the winter, and it was always fun to be around all those musicians in one place and just kind of run in and out of the dressing rooms and hear those guys playing, warming up. And another one was Rosie Clooney. She was really a big influence on me, and I really loved her personally. Um, And she sang as clear as a bell, and she had incredible stage presence, and she was an, an amazing storyteller. So you've played at some pretty cool venues in your career. Um, you know, recently, just at uh, Dizzy's um, Club at Lincoln Center there. But what are some of your other favorite venues that you've performed? Well, I love um, one of the places that I performed is at the Umbria Jazz Festival. And uh, I, I love playing that festival. It's always so fun. There's always so many incredible musicians around. Um, and you're in Italy where the food is great and, you know, the people are beautiful. So that's always a a lovely experience. Um, Royal Albert Hall, beautiful, beautiful room. Um, obviously Radio City is just so special to perform at a place like that. Um, there's just so many incredible places. Um, back in the day, I, I sat in with my dad at Harbor Lights, uh, which is now, I think, the Fleets. I don't know. They keep changing the uh, name in Boston of the uh, of that outdoor venue. But um, So I don't know what the current name of it is. Um, but, you know, places like that, Tanglewood, um, those are all beautiful, beautiful places. You know, you mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, how music can just sort of, 
change the mood and if you're in a bad mood then be in a great mood there's a venue that i want to ask you about whether you've played there that uh whenever i either go there um to listen to music i feel the same way um the cafe carlisle or bemelman's uh, those places have you have you you've must have played there i did play cafe carlisle it was such a beautiful experience when you think about how many wonderful people have come through that room and and also i as a kid i would go see bobby short there or Eartha Kitt, you know, or so many great musicians. And um, and then as an adult, to be able to go there and perform there was so special because the room is so magical and um, there's so much history in that hotel as well. I love it. And it does, it is a mood enhancer, there's no doubt, right? Absolutely. So when you um, when you look out over the musical landscape, who are the people creating today that are this next generation of these great uh, storytellers and songwriters? I mean, I think Sarah Bareilles is uh, pretty substantial as far as story- storytelling. She's quite um, amazing. There's also a lot of great country acts that that are really fantastic, like uh, Big Little Town. Um, and there's just so many. I, I like Billie Eilish. I think she's a really great singer. I mean, I wouldn't call her an American songbook singer per se, but she has a beautiful voice. She, she likes to... Uh, there's a lot of great people. Her brother, Phineas, is also really great, you know. Um, there's no shortage of talent, that's for sure. And how do you discover, um, you know, new talent? Is it just word of mouth from friends, or how do you find, uh, you know, some of this music? Well, I mean, I listen to a lot of different music and across a lot of different genres, and I try to keep an open mind and um, and search for things and and um, and stretch myself a little bit so that I can, um, you know, kind of. Sometimes you're surprised, and something's out of a genre that isn't maybe the genre that you would listen to, but there's still something so special to listen to there. So I think it's important to kind of a lot of it's word of mouth and uh, what your friends are listening to, but a lot of it is just kind of searching and looking around. And your dad was always very curious and exploring new things, right? Yes, he he always did. He always kept an open mind and. He was very supportive to other artists and um, especially young artists. Like he really wanted them to feel comfortable. He, I think that he felt that if somebody was comfortable, that they could do a lot more. So he always uh, gave room for that whenever he would collaborate with young artists. So for you, what is the next um, the next year going to look like uh, creatively, performance wise? Uh, what sort of things are you setting your sights on? Well, touring, you know, I've got these shows coming up in Chicago and Indiana, and um, I just finished, obviously, New York and L.A., and I'm going to keep, you know, uh, booking more shows and, and, and touring and, and also collaboration. I'm, uh, I'm planning to go to Nashville um, soon and, and do a couple weeks uh, of writing and, you know, doing those trips fairly uh, frequently so that I can kind of get ready for my next record after this one. And, um, 
and uh, and that's really it. Like just you know, continuing to get together with musicians and write songs and uh, get back into the studio and record. I mean, it's just endless. There's always something to do. Do you like the studio? I do. It's a completely different animal. I mean, I really love performing live. Um, I've been doing that for so many years, but it's a, you know, it's, it's also cool to really be able to cultivate something and to hear yourself back and, um, you know, and especially if you surround yourself with people who are really good at that, you know, um, you know, cause it's a whole other kind of ear to listen, to listen with when you're, when you're mixing or mastering a record, that's a whole other thing. So if you surround yourself with great people, you know, it's also a much more pleasurable experience. So in closing, I know uh, continuous learning is something that's uh, important. Um, what are you still learning and what do you want to learn as you continue to grow as an artist? Well, you know, believe it or not, when COVID happened, I I went back to school. I took some uh, um, online classes at Berkeley Online and, and I took uh, a music publishing class and um, a couple of music business classes just because things are so different now. And, you know, I think it's important to just always keep expanding. Plus, I have a seven-year-old at home, so I'm always learning from her, from her you know. I'm, I'm teaching her things, and I'm learning it better myself. So um, that's kind of a plus. Um, I think what I really would like to just focus on is becoming maybe a better piano player. I mean, it's not something that I want to do publicly, but at home for when I'm writing and stuff like that, it definitely helps to be more fluid and, um, you know, just kind of dive into that a bit more. Well, I do have one last question. So if someone who's listening to this is starting out in the business, um, what advice would you give them uh, that you think would stick? I would say be yourself because everybody else is taken. <laughs> That's so great. Wow. Well said. Antonia, congratulations on everything. I'm so honored to get to speak to you, and thank you for being on Taking a Walk. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Taking a Walk podcast. Share this and other episodes with your friends and follow us so you never miss an episode. Taking a Walk is available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.